Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, cheesy, uh, cheesy introduction there, but hey, we're working on it. So um, today I want to talk to you about the seven rules for successful start in your online business. Now, these are we're calling them rules because you you've got to have you got to have these things in place. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of other stuff uh, that supports these seven things I'm about to lay out for you, um, but. Through the past ten years of uh, just building businesses and and you know keeping things organized, uh, there are seven things that we've really uh, noticed that we use over and over again when launching any type of startup business, and we're going to discuss that today. It's going to be great. So, but first, before that, I want to recommend a book I'm reading right now, and I can't believe it's the first time I've. I'm reading it, uh, but it's just an awesome book, and it's called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. It is a great, great book. Look it up right now. I'm sure you could buy it on Amazon somewhere, and it's a great book. But So let's get into the seven rules for a successful startup in your online business. The first uh, rule, or I should say it's a tool that you should use or access platform, is Google Docs. And if you don't have Gmail, then you need to get Gmail in order to have access to Google Docs. But Google Docs is something that we use in our business daily. And the reason why we love it is because it completely just knocks the pans off of Dropbox or Microsoft Word or or Microsoft Office or Microsoft uh, SkyDrive or any of those uh, organizational services. Um, Google Docs has gotten so mature in these past five years, especially that um, it's been it's been going. Uh, we're able to basically, like an example would be, we were able to create a spreadsheet, and on that spreadsheet have a list of projects and assign those projects to let's say twenty two different people, and all twenty two different people can see that project sheet, and it's updated in live time. And so if you, if you're collaborating big projects and things like that, and you need some type of organizational uh, visual thing, Google Docs is something that you definitely want to consider because you can share docs, uh, when an, uh, when a document is updated, uh, you don't have to resend emails or print them out all over again, waste paper, waste emails, you know, and, and you find yourself losing uh, the most current project or project sheet that you're working on. And Google Docs kind of solves a lot of those issues. You're able to share folders, share files, upload files, images, videos, all kinds of stuff like that. And Google Docs is just basically something that uh, large organizations are using now. A lot of small business owners are catching on. And Google's really made it easily accessible and it just is so efficient for running a good operation um, and running your SOPs. Uh, so Google Docs, if you don't have it, get it. Another thing, number two is content. You're, you're going to, as a business owner, you're going to want to be able to have content. And Content, remember, a lot of people think that content is, uh, it comes in form of the textual content in, in other words, words. Like I have to write, like you have to write it down, but it's not. The original form of content can be any one of the following five things. And this is 
video, images, audio, textual, and then the last one being like a downloadable file. But really, it's just the first four, okay? So we want to um, take those and use your smartphone to create content. And you can also go to a place called IFTT. It stands for If This, If This Then That. And you can set up a recipe that will automatically sync so that anytime you take an image on your phone or, or do a specific action on your phone that has to deal with content about your business, it will automatically push it into Google Docs. So this is a great way to streamline your business, to, to be very efficient with your business. Let's say you have somebody that's managing your content or needs your content in a certain folder. Well, instead of keeping on your smartphone and then taking a big sigh of a breath and then Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening saying, oh yeah, gosh, I've got to get all that stuff on my phone so that my my content marketer or, or my you know, whoever, uh, my secretary can get this information and and put it and push it through the system where it needs to go. So it's a great, great um, little tip there. Use IFTT via your smartphone and you and take images of your work what you're what you're doing who you're having lunch with who you're interviewing uh take videos take absorb content from your smartphone it doesn't have to be a fancy camera it doesn't have to be a fancy recorder just do it from your smartphone and get it done the more content listen to me the more content that you create as a business owner will make you successful long term and not only that but it's going to make you an authority in your niche why because you're the, the one who has the most content in the end wins okay i don't care if it's crap content or good content or great content just make sure that you're pumping out lots of content and at least get it into a google doc folder via your iphone and using the iftt app and just Create a recipe and get that content into a folder in Google Docs so that you at least have it when it comes time to launch your website, publish and post and syndicate to your social media channels. Okay, that brings us to the next number. Number three, make sure you get a website. 50 plus percent of small business owners don't even have a website anymore. It's crazy. It is totally ludicrous, really. But I understand why they don't, and and this is the reason why. There was a study that recently came out, and they said the reason why these small business owners don't have a website is because they don't know who to go to or who to trust to have their website built. So here's the solution. Find a drag-and-drop, easy, responsive website builder. You can find them. They're not expensive. It's they're very easy to build. We have one. We actually have built one ourselves, Brandy and FM. And my 11 year old son started building websites off this platform when he was 10 years old. He's got like 20 of them now. So there's no excuse. They're out there. There's Squarespace. There's Wix. Okay. There's Brandy and FMs. Whatever it is, choose. Don't go to WordPress. Okay. A lot of people uh, think that WordPress is the way to go. And you know what? It might be if you're technical, if you're tech savvy, and if you plan on learning, you know, 
large amounts of code and you can understand how to install and deactivate and activate plugins and change um, patterns and links and, and things like that and, and you understand basic HTML code, then go for WordPress. Yes, it's a very robust platform. It has great community support. But if you're not that guy, if you're not a savvy guy or gal, and you want ease of use and you want to get your business launched, then use an easy, responsive drag-and-drop website builder. They're out there, and I honestly feel ours is the best. But shop around. I encourage you to shop around. They're different prices all the way up the board. Make sure that that drag-and-drop built website builder is responsive. It has responsive support because uh, most of the traffic that Google will serve up will only be to responsive websites. What that means is if somebody types in plumbing service New York or New York made service and your website is should be ranked on the first page, uh, but if it's not responsive, Google's not going to serve it up. You're not going to get that traffic uh, because not only does a lot of traffic come from mobile devices, but uh, Google will choose to favor other sites that have responsive support over yours if you don't have it. So make sure that your drag and drop website builder is mobile friendly. That's another thing I do not like about WordPress is that it is a pain trying to get what you built off of WordPress into a responsive platform. I know there are plugins and there are themes that support responsive and most of them say responsive, but at the end of the day, most of them suck. So get yourself a good drag-and-drop website builder platform and go from there. Uh, make sure that that platform has some type of easy way to implement a subscription or payment type of code. Okay, If, if you're familiar with PayPal, which I'm sure 98% of the population is, they, when you log in and you want to sell something yourself, it's very easy to create a buy now or a subscription if you offer a product or a service. And they literally make it so easy that you can create a customized payment button and they give you a snippet of code. It's basically, they give you a little white box with a bunch of code in it. And all you do is you highlight all that code and you can control C, you copy or command C if you're on Apple, you you basically copy that code and you paste it in, right? You paste it in to the website builder where you want it. Voila, and then you build your title and you tell people what, what your product is, upload your image, all that stuff that kind of gets into e-commerce stuff. But basically, you wanna make sure that your drag and drop website builder supports basic HTML implementation so that you're able to sell things and be up and ready and for business. You don't want to just promote your brand. You want to basically be able to sell your product or service online. And these are what the market expects from you if you're a legitimate business. So make sure you have some type of implementation ready that you're selling things online, that you're up and you're set up for shop. Okay, the next thing that we want to do is once we have our content, once we have our website, we want to make sure that we start branching out. We want to make sure that we start 
implementing the beautiful tools that we have available for us to expose ourselves, to expose our brand. What do I mean by tools? Well, you can call social media fan pages tool. Use Facebook first. Use Twitter next. And then use LinkedIn if you're a professional organization. Okay? All these things matter. It's said that over 70% of people research companies on by researching they look at they they inspect them through their social media channel profiles before actually purchasing or buying from the company so they're researching us they're researching people online via social media channels so use those social media channels make sure that your social media channels are 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 beautiful and they look just like your website you want to make sure that you're branding yourself and your brand name and your authority, you're, you're, you're creating a brand name on, online and you want to make sure that you're consistent with what you're creating your image to be. Now, if you update your logo or update your brand, then do it not just to your website. Don't just update your website, but make sure you update your Facebook fan page too because if somebody goes to your website and you have this logo, this beautiful header image, and then they go and, you know, research you on your fan page and your fan page looks different well it is even if they don't say it in their mind they're going to trigger in their mind they're going to say well these guys aren't really legit because they have a totally different logo they might not say that but subconsciously you're going to immediately start creating doubt in the potential clients uh customers uh psych because you're branding is inconsistent so make sure your branding is consistent make sure you're implementing the tools of social media fan pages to bring together your brand name okay make sure that on your site there's a way to click to get to your fan page you want to make sure that you provide easy access to everything about you and your company Okay, got to make sure that on your website, you've got about us page, contact us page, terms of service and privacy policy. Okay, if you have case studies and, 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 and testimonials, make sure you put those on. If you have community supportive uh, places that you like and you feel that you want to support, then make sure you link to those places. All that matters, matters to the search engines and the favor with those search engines. And it also matters to the people. Make sure that you present yourself as somebody that cares, not just a fly-by-night startup. I want your money. Give it to me now so that I can walk away and not provide you good service. That's not the person or the company or brand name that you want to represent online. You see, we live in a day and age where we can make or break, be a, a zero or a hero overnight by the digital assets that we can create online. Anybody, it doesn't matter if you're 10 years old or 100 years old, you can get online and create a beautiful image for yourself, your, bro your product or your brand or your service. So re just remember that you can be a zero or a hero overnight. So if you're not branded, somebody else will brand you.
okay and let's go back to the content via your small smartphone okay you've got your website up you've got your social pages up okay now you've got your 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 smartphone and you're taking images of your work you're out there and uh, you're you're a yard service guy and you just you know you you, you took on a new account and the new account was from a, a, a repossessed home and the home let go of all the landscaping okay what do you do okay bye guys you know this is you recording from your smartphone hey I just wanted to show you uh, this house we just got look at the yard it's all overgrown look at the vines are growing up the tree oh look at this pond this oh this poor koi pond you know it's all rotting you know the pumps broken oh man there's yeah there's all kinds of leaves in it. it's just oh look at the dead rat in the leaves oh man oh, okay and just video the whole thing or take if you're not f f comfortable with video take some before pictures next you spend the whole day with you and your crew or just you and you just boom you totally makeshift you totally rock it right you just make this thing place look like a gorgeous piece of heaven and then you take after pictures or after video hey guys look what we happened these are some after pictures look what we did we totally rebuilt the the waterfall we added a really nice design and the you know added some, a couple more boulders in there and made the flow of the water come down this way instead of the other way we we uh, put some some new shrubs in and da 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 we put some borders here and trimmed up the yard and everything is looking really good she got a we planted some grass seed over here to bring in the Fill in the, the the lawn over here so that they'd appreciate that. Da da da. Uh, we use this kind of fertilizer because da da da. You know, you're you're just you're you're building content. You're building trust and value for your service because you're into this thing, and you've took before pictures, and now you've taken the after pictures, and you've proven to the market that you are awesome. Okay. So now you've got this content, what do you do with it? You use an app. Okay, so if you're not into the app thing and posting yourself, then you just use IFTT and you post all this video, content, images, whatever, audio into your folder and you let your marketing company uh, market this stuff for you via your website and your social media channels. If you're a do-it-yourself guy, you use Social Sprout or Hootsuite, either or. We prefer Social Sprout. We like Social Sprout. They're kind of new and up and coming and they're, they're kicking booty, man. But either or, install the app on your phone and now the media, the content that you just created, you're able to upload to your website, upload it to your fan page. And all that stuff, if done consistently, is going to make you win in the long run. That is going to make you an authority. Your brand name exposure is going to be crazy good online, especially if you're titling, you're, you're paying really good attention to the titles that you, when you post these visual assets, whether it be an image, an audio file, textual based or video, make sure that you t post a title with that content and make sure that that title is 100% unique. Get creative.
And don't get overly creative. Don't try to overly SEO it. SEO means uh, trying to find keywords and say, if you want to rank for yard, yard services, New York, don't put yard services, New York at the beginning of every single title that you put out. No, no, no. You can do it once in a while, you know, with a little, uh, you know, but use synonyms, you know, use synonyms in your title and get very creative with, uh, you know, the entity search that's in Google right now. We, they, they're very focused on conversational like and entity search and Facebook which by the way I believe is the strongest and most powerful search engine to be is built on conversations and comments and likes and and opinions of the human being where Google was built off of scraping content okay so we have a totally different beast of a search engine rising up and so just remember that when you're posting your content, just think about the conversation that you're having with one person. Don't speak to thousands of people because that's not that's not what you want. You want to speak to that one person that's looking at your website, that's observing you and making the choice whether they should go with uh, Bob's landscaping service or your landscaping service. And why would they want to go with yours? Because... You just showed them a before and after pic. You're awesome. You have content. You have social media channels. You've got your ducks in place, man. You've got your website up and you're rocking this content. They see you're posting it once a week minimum and they know that you're serious because you're taking your business serious and that you're doing content marketing, syndication and posting. Your website's up. You look like a legitimate business. Your branding is paralleled and it's all consistent across the board and they say, you know what? Bob's landscaping only has a splash page or he's listed on the yellow book, which is highly outdated. Bob doesn't really do much online, but these guys, these guys, ah, these guys are knocking it out of the park, man. Look at it. It's obvious we should go with these guys. Yeah, their prices are higher, but who cares? They're going to do a great job. And see what this does for you is because you're being so consistent with your content syndicate, with your content, with your website, your Facebook fan pages, your branding, and you're doing all this stuff as a faithful steward to your business, you're automatically able to charge a little bit more because you know that you're going to provide a better service. The people know already know that you're going to be able to provide a better service because of what they've seen you already do. So you're, you're creating uh, perceived value with your content. And remember, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be perfect lighting. It doesn't have, the audio doesn't have to be perfectly compressed or converted. Okay. You don't have to have all that stuff. You just have to be you. You have to market the significant you. That's what you have to do. Okay. Now what we're doing in this podcast is we're trying to connect the market with you, the business owner that's faced with tons of difficulty right now. Cause you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You don't know who to ask and you don't know what to do with your life as a business owner in the digital space. Do you? That's why you're here listening to this. If you're one of those that are listening to me and you're still on this recording. I congratulate you. I want to compliment you for sticking in there and hanging in there. I know you're getting some nuggets. I hope you have the, uh, the, the pen and paper out and you're taking, you're taking notes because, um, it's going to make a difference. Apply what we teach you and it will make a difference. Okay. Been doing this for a long time. We want to help you. Okay. So that's number four, building your, your brand, building your social sprout. 
Okay, let's go into um, uh, uh, number five. Uh, you want to find some type of place where you can go to that you trust, whether it be an organization, a group, a forum, a fan page, or a coach. Make sure that you're not just comfortable with being where you're at. You want to stay sharp in your business because if you're not, somebody else is going to pass you. Okay. And this gets into kind of like, you know, business coaching, mentorship and things like that. But find somebody that's better than you. What we do is we reach out to our competitors and we become their friends because we know that our competitors are always going to know something, at least even if it's just one thing that we don't know. And anytime you reach out to a competitor, um, it's, you'd be surprised how you, you can disarm them and what you can learn and you can help them and they can help you it goes kind of like this hey jack um this is an email okay you find your competitor in your local area hey jack um i was just looking at your website and i was intrigued by your story <clears throat> i uh I, I i work in the same space as you here in uh new york and i just wanted to reach out to you and um you know i just i, I just really admire what you've done and i just wanted to take you out to lunch um, would, uh, is that something that you'd want to do and just leave it at that? Okay. Make sure in your email, you have a signature to your website and a signature to your LinkedIn profile. Okay. So that they could check you out and make sure that you're not just trying to spam them or, you know, uh, you know, fish them into some type of sales pitch or something. Uh, and take it from there and build relationships in your market and build people, build relationships with people that you can trust, build relationships with people that are smarter in, than you in specific areas of your business. Okay. So that's number five. Number six, you're going to have to eventually move into some type of paid advertising budget. Now we recommend Facebook advertising and cost per click advertising AdWords through Google. But having said that, Make sure that you're uh, aware of paid advertising and it, you don't want to just set up a campaign and walk away from it because your budget will be wasted. You want to make sure that you're optimizing your ads by uh, targeting only the people that are going to be interested in you, only the geographic region that's going to be interested in your services or product, and uh, you want to make sure that you're not wasting your, your spending. You're not wasting your impressions if you're paying for cost per impressions, and you're not wasting your clicks if you're wasting uh, paying for cost per click. Okay, so use Facebook advertising platform or use uh, Google cost per click advertising platform. Um, start with Facebook because I we really think that Facebook is amazing. And then move into Google uh, AdWord platform. Both are fairly easy to set up. Um, optimizing is a different story. Um, and learning how to research your demographics and, and who to target, that can be a different story too. We have a lot of those types of um, – that, that type of education in some of our other podcasts or some of our other um, pages or our blog posts uh, online. So if you have – or if you have questions about that kind of stuff, reach out to us and we can help you in any way we can. Uh, the seventh thing that you want to do is you want to make sure you know where your traffic is coming from and leverage that traffic. So if the best way to do that is to use the Google URL shortener 
And it's you can find it by just typing that that word in Google, Google URL shortener. It's also the direct site is goo-gl. Uh, what's great about this, especially if you um, you obviously need to have Gmail and Google Docs with this, but what's great about this is that every single link that you put out there on the web that is in a form of advertising and marketing, it should be um, shortened with the Google URL because it'll tell you exactly which country it's coming from, what time of the day, what type of mobile device, if a mobile device at all, and the area, and the age group type shows you all kinds of statistics and demographics and it'll show you like, hey, like it'll show you really like where things are coming from and which ads are responding well and which aren't. So if you're marketing in Craigslist, uh, then use the Google shortener in a Craigslist post because you want to make sure like, hey, did that uh, Craigslist ad work or not? Or if you're doing split testing, use two Craigslist posts and find out which Craigslist title worked the best for your 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 ad campaign. So make sure that you track your clicks and how they're coming in and when when you find when you figure that out start optimizing your actual site with split testing and this kind of gets into split testing um but uh we'll, we'll we'll get into that in in different time but just make sure you're tracking where your traffic's coming from and leverage that uh if you're paying a hundred bucks uh, a month on advertising spend in facebook and it's working then and you're getting a, a positive ROI on that, then put 200 bucks in, okay? Uh, it's as simple as that. And that's what's great about paid advertising is it, it either works or it doesn't. And if it doesn't work, it's because it's not being optimized good enough you're, or you're not targeting the, the right people. Um, the, the right market or a combination of both. It's usually a combination of both at first. So you got to find a winning ad in ad paid advertising and run with that. Okay, that's seven. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One was organization, Google Docs, Gmail. Number two, we talked about content via your smartphone using IFTT. Number three, we talked about finding a friendly website builder that has to be mobile responsive and support some type of purchase or subscription. Number four, we talked about brand building and using the social sprout app and and all that and posting to your, your fan pages. Number five, we talked about finding uh, mentors and trusted place to reach out and to continue to be continue to be sharp in your industry. Number six, we talked about paid advertising. And number seven, we talked about finding, making sure you know where your traffic comes from. And that's it. Those are the seven rules. I wanted to talk to you one more thing about some thoughts on a current situation and problem of internet marketing for small businesses. And us being a marketing firm that offers offers services that should uh, not only be promised, but also deliver an ROI. And the biggest problem that we're finding is small business owners not doing their good diligence of of pushing out and publishing, posting their own content, their original content. When you have a website or any type of digital marketing business, uh, an online business, which should be any business now, unless you're super grassroots in the backwoods of like Nebraska or something, right? But pretty much if you're in business, you need to have some type of digital presence. The biggest issues that we run into are business owners that don't want to uh, give us content. They don't. They 
they they they kind of fold and they feel like their content's not good enough or their images or their audio or their video won't be good enough and what that does is it dramatically increases the costs for the small business owners uh marketing budget so we have to charge a way more um to be able to provide the content for the small business owner and our content is only half as good as the business owners. Why? Because look it, I'm not going to fly out there. We're not going to fly out there and watch you mow your lawn or watch you rebuild a waterfall. We're not going to do that. Okay. That costs you $5,000 for us to do that and create a video and, and do it all high professional with good lighting and all that stuff. Why, why would you want us? Why, why? Why, what kind of ROI are you going to get on that if you paid us to do it when you can just do it from your smartphone? Okay, so just keep that in mind. Whether you are not hiring a marketing firm or you're going to do it yourself, pump out some content and don't make it complicated. Just do it, do it, do it, and make it fun, make it creative, and become an authority and in your niche. And I believe in you. Uh, digital marketing and, and becoming successful in an online business is not that hard. It's not something that should intimidate you. It's something that you can literally have set up within a week, within overnight really, and you can be becoming an authority within 90 days and your business will turn around. And that's what we want to see. We want to reduce the failure rate in small business owners. And that's why we're here for you. So thank you so much. This is Joshua Cape Johnson for Branding FM again. And God bless you. Bye-bye.